Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Just by, by show of hands, who here is willing to admit that the Trump-Russia collusion hoax was indeed incorrectly reported by the mainstream media. Looks like the shoe is on the other foot, <laughs> doesn't it? Why would that be inappropriate? I think it would be inappropriate. What's inappropriate is lying to the public. Well, looks like the cows have come home to roost. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. There was some breaking... Don't go breaking my scale. ...campaign news. I'm suspending my campaign tonight for President of the United States. Actually, the bigger story wasn't the fact that he dropped out. Nobody cared too much about that. <laughs> He had a hot mic, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election. And, I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. And the meatloaf was good. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome. To the Howie Car Show. If you'd like to join us today, the number is 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. And we're going to be talking about the uh, the, the debate last night and the uh, just to start out with anyway. And uh, it, I, I know most of you didn't watch it. Most of us uh, don't watch CNN. And I think I speak not just for talk radio and Newsmax and listeners and viewers, but for everyone in America, nobody watches CNN. But we have the, we have the sound cuts, and it it's, it seems like it was kind of uh, entertaining in a uh, Texas death match, professional wrestling kind of way. You know, they were just uh, going at each other, grappling, and uh, they they don't like each other. Or you know, I don't think that uh, that DeSantis really disliked her that much. He was calling her, he was kind of defending her in some of the earlier debates when Vivek was going after her. But now that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one-on-one for the, uh, for the, for the silver medal, so to speak, you know, they're, they're, they're like, it's, it's like what they always say about academic battles. The, uh, they're, they're so fierce because the stakes are so small. I, I, mean, I, I think the stakes are pretty small here. It's, it's for the to finish a distant second in in Iowa, and uh, you, you know, as uh, as Chris Christie's aide or friend was saying last night on the open mic, you know that uh, Chris uh, DeSantis will probably be out or out for all practical purposes. He will be out if uh, if he loses on uh, Monday night in the caucuses. Now they're predicting snow. Uh, that that can't be good, you know. When when one candidate has a fifty point lead, Donald Trump, and they're predicting uh, snow in the uh, in the caucuses. I think it happened. I think it's happened before, maybe in twenty sixteen or twenty twelve. I don't know. One of the one of the years they had a big snowstorm. But you know, DeSantis has to finish second if he's got any shot at all, because the the governor is with him, and you know, in a in a caucus situation, especially the gover- the governor. With a you know with a political organization, the state employees who have patronage jobs, she should be able to uh, to turn out uh, turn turn out enough people to get him into second place. And if she can't, he's all done. And we get back to what the New York Times uh, quoted uh, 
one of his uh, one of DeSantis's aides is saying about the campaign that he uh, that their 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 goal now is to make the patient comfortable. You know that's what they say in a hospice when someone's approaching death. You may, you just want to make the patient comfortable. And the guy denied saying it, but he didn't he didn't deny it very forcefully. So I think that's that's what's going on here. And uh, so it looks like it's I I would think at this point it it will probably be uh, Haley uh, versus uh, versus Trump after Monday night. And then that's going to be that that would, that will be a very uh, interesting fight because the Democrats are trying to get all their Democrat-leaning independents and unenrolled voters, unregistered Democrat voters into uh, the Republican primary. And and they're going to be aided by the uh, mainstream media. I noticed that uh, the the New York Post today, one of the uh, Murdoch publications, you know, and again, as we said, the, the, uh, that's the, that's sort of the, 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 the brand of uh, of of the rhino republicanism fox news the wall street journal the new york post and i i like i like them all sort of in one way or another but they they all toe the line just like they used to toe the line for margaret thatcher in britain when uh, rupert murdoch was based in uh in the in uh the united kingdom and uh so t- they they all all the experts who watched the debate it was in the uh, it was in the late editions of the New York Post. Guess what they all agreed on? Nikki Haley kicked butt. It's one of those things you didn't you didn't have to read you didn't have to uh, to read the story or either. you just knew you knew what was going to be before you even opened the uh, opened the newspaper. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. So they're they're both accusing each other of being liars, and I, and I, <laughs> I, I I don't I mean I guess I guess this is what it comes down to in a primary. You know when when you're running against a, a very popular guy who's got a fifty point lead, you just have to you just have to say whatever you think is going to going to change the dynamic a little bit. Uh, it's you know what uh, it's we're a long way from Ronald Reagan's Eleventh uh, Commandment: Never speak ill of another Republican. So this is a, this is a monta- montage of uh, Nikki Haley uh, plugging DeSantisLies.com, and it was uh, it, it was unending apparently. Cut six. You can go to DeSantisLies.com. Go to DeSantisLies.com. 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 Go to DeSantisLies.com. DeSantisLies.com. Go to DeSantisLies.com. Go to DeSantisLies.com. DeSantisLies.com. Go to DeSantisLies.com. She was wearing a white outfit. I mean, she could have just had it printed right on the white outfit, DeSantisLies.com. That might have been easier. Would have saved a lot of time. Visit Vaccines.com. <laughs> or is it Vaccines.gov? It's, or, oh, no, he said .com, right. It's supposed to be Vaccines.gov. But anyway, so gum, excuse me, gum. I'm sorry, I, mis, I misheard. I misinterpreted it, as, uh, as George W. Bush would say. So this is a DeSantis ad. This, is, this came out of his war room a couple of weeks ago on, uh, on, on Nikki Haley and how she has been flip-flopping around. And I, I thought this was a pretty effective ad myself. 
Uh, this is, again, this is from the DeSantis war room on uh, Nikki Haley. It starts out with a little DeSantis, but then it just goes from her going from one, one statement to the next. Cut seven. Governor DeSantis is hitting you for claiming the retirement age is, quote, way, way too low. I have Stand never once said that. But what we do know is 65 is way too low, and we need to increase that. We need to do it according to life expectancy. I never once said Hillary Clinton was an inspiration. I often say that the reason I got into politics was because of Hillary Clinton. I never said government should go and require anyone's name. A huge issue that I'll deal with as soon as I get there is social media. They need to verify every single person on their outlet, and I want it by name. What I have always said is boys going to a boys' bathroom, girls going to a girls' bathroom. But hold on one second. When I was governor, they wanted to bring in a, a bathroom bill, a transgender bathroom bill, and I strong-armed and said, we are not going to have that in South Carolina. She said the law shouldn't get involved in that. And I just ask you, if you're somebody that's going to be the president of the United States and you can't stand up against child abuse, how are you going to be able to stand up for anything? That, that I, is the truth. I we never have it, said We have it that. on video. When a 12-year-old child in this country, assigned female at birth, says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy, what should the law allow the response to be? Well, I think the law should stay out of it, and I think parents should handle it. Mark Twain used to say about the weather in New England, if you don't like it, uh, don't worry, it'll, it'll change in five minutes. Uh, you know, they, they could use that line, too, in that uh, montage. But uh, it, it, I thought that was a pretty effective ad. But, uh, you know, she's got DeSantisLies.com. I wonder how many people actually went to that. Probably a few, anyway. Trump, uh, I, I always like what uh, Trump had to say about uh, DeSantis. I mean, it's, it's, it's close to being an anti-Italian slur. But it's it's still kind of humorous. What he you know he Trump really doesn't like DeSantis. It's it's just I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand why he's so angry about it. You know, again, uh, people have people have to take their opportunities when they're available, and this was DeSantis's opportunity. He shouldn't. I I don't, I don't know. It's just that that's the way Trump is. But this is Trump on DeSantis. Cut nine. You like Ron DeSantis, but he wouldn't even be around today. He'd be working in a pizza shop or perhaps a law firm if I didn't endorse him. You know, I endorsed him, took him from nothing to winning an election, and I was all for him. And then one day he said he'd run against me four years later after I got him in, and I said, that's not a loyal person. We can't have that. That's not a loyal person. He'd be working in a pizza shop? Nothing that wrong with working in a pizza shop, of course, but I mean, come on. 844-500-4242. We're going to take your calls when we come back. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly, team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll get you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers, human resources managers, can easily cost eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at ninety-nine dollars per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. 
Visit Bambi.com and type Howie Carr under radio when you sign up. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com Howie Carr. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com Howie Carr under radio. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. Howie Carr is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Wellness Company. I got the flu. The mailroom manager got sick, and some of our staff and clients have had COVID all in the last month. Be prepared and get your emergency medical kit from the Wellness Company today. To learn more, go to T W C dot health slash Howie. That's T W C dot health slash Howie. When you use code Howie, you save 10%. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who was most responsible for the Patriots' success? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Mr. Kraft, or the refs? I'm going to vote for Tom Brady. Sixty big assist by the refs. 63% say Tom Brady, 25% for Bill Belichick. Mr. Kraft and the refs are tied at 6%. 6%, okay. 844 617 DeSantis could have taken the track similar to Vivek and not trash Trump and played for either Veep or at least get his name out there in a positive way. Did, did DeSantis really trash Trump that much until until it just got to be too much. I, I mean, he still he still hasn't gone after him all. I mean, he, he said, yeah, last night he was saying, well, you know, he, he didn't do enough on uh, on Ch- on China, and you know, the deficit went up. And I don't think you can. Uh, I I don't. I think he did plenty on China. You know, he, he kept them in line. They didn't invade Taiwan, and uh, on uh, on the. Uh, on, on COVID, he was he was backed into a corner, and the deficit. What was he going to do with the? It, he had to, uh, you know, sign off on all that welfare that was going out, as as horrible and as fraud ridden as it was. I mean, he was again. He was backed. Uh, he was backed into a corner. I don't think he could do anything else. I don't know. I don't know what anyone could have done in that in that situation. Getting uh, whipsawed by the Democrats and the uh, the red Chinese and uh, and the media. I mean, they were just coming at him so hard. 844-500-4242, uh, Didn't they used to say that DeSantis would be working as an Uber driver? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that. Uh, another one, uh, 401, I disagree, Howie. DeSantis should have backed Trump in 24, and he would have walked into the White House in 28. Now he's a MAGA traitor. I've seen, I've seen people uh, in politics, and I think everybody has who, who follows politics closely, who's tried, who's been told, wait your turn wait your turn and the time comes and goes there comes a time in the uh, tide tides of men when uh, fortune taken at the uh, breach you can go one way or the other way I can't remember the exact uh, wording of Shakespeare but you know you gotta you come to the fork in the road and you got to make your move at some point sometimes you can't wait and you can't wait in your turn eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Uh, 
Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Howie. It, it sounds like, uh, unfortunately, the Democrats up here in New Hampshire have uh, taken a page out of the late, great Rush Limbaugh's playbook with Operation Chaos, you know, switching over to mess with the other side's primary. And that goes way back, you know. It's like because they weren't listening, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's one thing to have Operation Chaos and just have someone promoting it on talk radio, but apparently the uh, Democrats sent out a letter saying you uh, we, you should disregard the Democrat primary and uh, because it's, uh, in the words of the DNC, it's meaningless. And that's, you, you know, and the, old, the old political saying, you know, never write when you can speak, never uh, speak when you can nod, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, that's that's why they got called out by the uh, by the attorney general. But now we're hearing these stories about uh, how they're they're putting some Democrats and I don't know who they're connected with, despite the DNC saying uh, this, the primary is meaningless. They're putting out signs, yard signs saying vote for Joe Biden or write in Joe Biden's name. And uh, have we tweeted that out yet, uh, Taylor? Yes, we have. We have tweeted. So go to at uh, Howie Car Show, and you can see some. You can see one of these signs saying to uh, vote for. Does it say vote for Biden, or does it say write in Biden? Write in Taylor. Joe Biden. Write in Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> if you were a Democrat, oh, I, I guess we did make that the poll question the other day. What would you do if you were an independent? And we we gave people a bunch of choices. I think two percent of however many people responded to the poll said they would write in they would take a democrat ballot and write in joe biden's name how about how about all the people who will get confused and write in hunter biden's name though he's he he's eligible to run he hasn't been convicted of anything and uh he's a uh, he's native born american citizen meets the age requirements 53 years old there's a whole there's a whole website too writeinbiden.com paid for by granite state write-in granite state write-in I wonder who's behind Granite State right in. Let's let's see if we can find that out or see if Caroline can find that this out. This is a grassroots here. effort led by dozens of citizens across the state who are committed to writing in Joe Biden in New Hampshire's dozens. 2024 Li- presidential primary. Literally dozens of people <laughs> want Joe Biden to win the New Hampshire primary. Say, while misguided DNC rules are leaving Joe Biden off the primary ballot here, New Hampshire Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents overwhelmingly support Joe Biden and plan to write him in. They do? According we'll see to about that on Monday, won't com, we? Yes. Or, we'll, uh, excuse me, a week from Tuesday. We'll see oh, and they have a, a list of the grassroots volunteers from over 162 uh, towns across New Hampshire. Really? Well, let's uh, let's let uh, let's let Caroline take a look at that list and see if we can find anybody that uh, is uh, is connected to uh, to the to the comrades that are running the national party 844 844-500-4242 we're going to take more of your calls when we come back about uh, the, the situations in uh, iowa which votes in the caucuses on monday night and then in the uh, the new hampshire primary which is eight days later on tuesday and uh, president trump will be in atkinson new hampshire for a rally on uh, tuesday the 16th of January, 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr.
Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. I, uh, I read a couple weeks ago that, uh, that DeSantis loves private jets. I know it's a pain in the ass to uh, go on to fly commercial. You know, everyone knows that. But, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, private jets cost so much money. But uh, the it was reported, I think by the New York Times, but it's it's true, I think. I don't, I don't think anyone's disputed it, that DeSantis has spent more money on private jets during this campaign than he has spent on his uh, his, his advertising, his broadcast advertising. And it, that that resonates with me, maybe just because I'm in the media, but I think most people understand that. Yeah, but uh, Nikki Haley brought it up last night. Uh, cut 20. You, the best way to tell about a candidate is to see how they've run a, their campaign. He has blown through $150 million. I don't even know how you do that. Through his campaign, he has nothing to show for it. He spent more money on private planes than he has on commercials trying to get Iowans to vote for him. If you can't manage a campaign, how are you going to manage a country? And she said, uh, I fly commercial and uh, I've stayed at residence inns. I hope she's not planning to stay at any like of uh, the uh, moderately priced hotels in Massachusetts because they're all filled, filled now with illegal aliens, as we all know. Um, this is uh, so then they went after each other on Social Security here. This is uh, first we'll have uh, Nikki Haley talking about DeSantis's Social Security record. Cut two. Three years in a row, he voted to raise life expectancy to 70 years old. Three years in a row. Go to DeSantisLies.com and you'll see it. So now suddenly he's going to tell you because he's running for president, he's not going to do it. You can't trust him. What I'll tell you, Social Security is going to go bankrupt in 10 years. Medicare is going to go bankrupt in eight. He talks about taking care of seniors right now. It's Florida it has, is the inflation hotspot. It's the highest cost of living of any state in the country. Seniors are having That's to leave true. because they can't afford it. It's documented in DeSantisLies.com. This is DeSantis taking shots at Nikki's Social Security record. Cut three. Uh, under her administration, you would have seniors getting a less cost of living adjustments while your tax dollars are going to pay the pensions of Ukrainian bureaucrats. That's not true. You talk about putting Americans lie, last. Man. That is wrong. You've supported all that money going over there. So let's put You're our so own desperate. people first. We You're have just to put so Governor, Governor Haley let And she speak. also said, she said recently that the, the age of Social Security is way too low. And I, I criticized that. And then she was called on it. And then she said she never said it, of course. You're lying. And then sure enough, you put on the interview where she's there, spit an image, and she says it's way too low. That's the, in, the, uh, in the ad that we just played earlier. Cut five. First of all, he hasn't answered the fact that he voted to raise the retirement age to 73 different times. He can call me whatever name and be demeaning as much as he wants. It doesn't change the fact that Ron's lying because Ron's losing. Everybody in the country sees it for what it is. 844-500-4242, Patrick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Patrick. Howie, two quick points. Uh, they were both, DeSantis and Nikki were both governors. When the yes. Cat 5 is coming at, the, at your state, who do you want in charge, Ron or Nikki? 
I mean, he, he picked up the, the uh, he, he rebuilt the 16th largest economy in weeks when, you know, when other governors took, you know, in the Northeast took months just to get the power back on. The other point I wanted to make was about uh, Trump's comments about DeSantis. Why does he do stuff like that when he's, no matter what, he's going to be running in a close election, and even if he wins, he's got to fill out a cabinet, and he needs guys like Ron DeSantis, or else he's going to have a bunch of nobodies from nobody nowhere, like Mark Espers, you know, where he can't get he can't get Secretary of Defense is confirmed. Why does he do that? I, I don't I don't know why he does it. Well, he he claims he's talked to some uh, some generals who are going to uh, who are very interested in doing it. By the way, there speaking of the uh, military, there's a uh, there's a story out today. It's been picked up everywhere from military.com that uh, they the one what the major reason they they can't meet their their uh, recruitment goals with in the US army anymore is that the uh, percentage of uh, white males who are going into the army has plummeted in the last 5 years. Nobody wants to go into Joe Biden's army. No white people want to go in. Not that a lot of uh, blacks and Hispanics want to go in either, but their their numbers aren't going up. They're just steady. But the white numbers are down 40% enlistment numbers. I wonder why, huh? You know, you you got to read about you got to read all these books about white supremacy, and you're told that uh, you know uh, that uh, white supremacy and domestic terrorism is the big problem, and all the uh, and a lot of the uh, white uh, superior officers are uh, are retiring early because they feel like they don't have any. Uh, any opportunities for advancement. It's like being in academia or in the, the woke corporate world. They're just dropping out. And so now they can't, now they can't even get people to, re, they can't even get white people to replacement. I dare say that they have the same problem with um, blacks and Hispanics as well. It's just, uh, it, it, and as time goes on, if this does, if uh, they don't get in some new, uh, new traditional military leadership in there, it's just going to, it's, it, there's not going to be anybody in the, in the that wants to go into the military unless they want a sex change operation. That's that's the big that's the big advantage of going to the military free free sex change operations. Just it's like being an illegal alien in California. You can get a free sex change operation in California. 844-500-4242. Uh, John, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, John. Hey, uh, I can't exactly quote what Nikki Haley just said, but basically that people can see through DeSantis. But it's obvious everybody can see through both of them. Look at their poll numbers. I mean, they don't hold the candle to anybody. The media is trying to pump her up right now, thinking right. they're going to take Trump out, and it ain't going to happen. What are they going? You know, what are they going to do after the primaries? Well, I know. I mean, this this thing could be over in uh, in, in what is what's today the eleventh. This thing could be over in uh, 12 days, John. Very easily could be over. Thanks for, thanks for the call. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. I think they're, they're, they're coalescing, though, around uh, Nikki Haley. That's, that's why she's got all this money. People are telling me they're getting, a, you know, if, you're, uh, if they have your, uh, your phone number, you're getting texts all the time. If you're a Republican or maybe even an independent-leaning Republican in New Hampshire, you're getting texts two, three, four times a day from uh, from Nikki Haley, and she and and again she's she's on this this radio show. She's on uh, 
she's on uh, Channel Nine, the uh, the the only uh, TV station, very liberal, very Hurstian in uh, in in Manchester. She's she's everywhere. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Uh, Gary, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Gary. Hi, Howie. Quick, quick, quick question. I, I'd like your thought on this. I've known guys that have been best of friends and they become worst of enemies. It's usually a woman or money. Do you have any opinion as to what happened to Christie and Donald Trump? Because they were buddies and now this guy is a vicious enemy and we know it's not money and we know it's not a woman. I'm just curious if you had any thoughts, because I have some, but you call me a conspiracy theorist, so I won't even say them. I'd just love to hear what, if you have a thought on it. And I think, I, I, think I think, Gary, that, that some people have, have more realistic uh, uh, ideas about their qualifications and about how far they can rise up. You know, some people are happy in the jobs they have. I'm happy that in the job I have at this point. And, uh, you know, I... I know that I'm not going to reach certain levels, but I, I'm I'm happy. I think Chris Christie thought he would be president. I think he seriously thought that, and I think he's extremely angry that that somehow Trump has uh, has, has got over him and got to be elected president in his first run for any public office. I think I think Chris Christie hates him for the same reason that Mitt Romney hates Donald Trump, and I think it's just pure jealousy. I. Th- and you you heard it last night, and and I, and I don't blame you if you didn't listen to it. I just listened to it when we were playing it live, as as the uh, as the announcement in uh, Wyndham, New Hampshire, took place. It was just I I I I I this. Remember remember when he was nominating uh, Romney in in Tampa in 2012 at the convention, and you you know when you're making the the major nominating speech on all the networks, you're supposed to talk about the candidate. And all he was talking about was, I did this and I did this and my Italian mother, uh, you know, she cooked the meals for us and we had it tough. And I grew up in New Jersey and it was all about him. And and then, you know, then he's supposed to be such a great buddy of uh, of Mitt Romney. And what does he what does he do after the uh, big storm hits New Jersey right before the election in 2012? He gets a big hug from Barack Obama when supposedly, I don't think it was ever that close, but supposedly Mitt Romney was running neck and neck in the polls with uh, Barack Obama. And here's the Republican governor of New Jersey who nominated him at the convention just a couple of months earlier is hugging Barack Obama. I just think it's a, I think it's an ego thing. A lot of these guys, the, uh, the, it's, it's a human thing that to let the ego get in the way. But I, I just think that, uh, and the thing about about Trump is, I mean, Trump Trump got a you know he was in and out with uh, with with Christie all through the campaign. I mean, Christie did it did him a, a big solid by taking out uh, Rubio in in New Hampshire when he said he was just repeating the lines he'd been taught by the consultants and he was a robot. And then I remember uh, when when. When Trump had his his uh, practice town hall meeting in Sandown, New Hampshire, I was the moderator for that thing, and I was surprised to see when Trump came in that night into the town hall, Christie was with him, and Christie was with him because he was going to critique Donald Trump because he was really good at these town hall debates, and then you know then he had the problem with the uh, you know uh, the the Access Hollywood tape, and 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 Christie just you know walked away from him. 
and Trump was really angry. And then at 2.30 on election, the day after the election, when Trump was declaring victory, there was Christie up on stage with Trump. And I said, wow, Chris Christie, he, he snuck back into the campaign. And then Trump asked, I think, I think he may have wanted to be attorney general, but Trump figured he owed Jeff Sessions a big mistake. But then when he needed a new FBI director, he asked for uh, Chris Christie's advice. And, and we talked about it over and over again. But Chris Christie's advice was, you know, I had this great lawyer uh, during Bridgegate. He kept me out of the can. His name is Christopher Ray. You should make him the director of the FBI. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I would be holding that against Chris Christie. I mean, it's, it's one thing to get, you know, an advice, uh, get the chicken Parmesan and then it tastes like rubber. But when you when you you advise appointing somebody who stabs you in the back, I mean, who tries to tries to dis, who did destroy his campaign in 2020 by not not telling people that the uh, that the Hunter Biden laptop was real, I would hold that against him more than anything else Chris Christie ever did. Thanks for the call uh, there, Gary. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. In the past couple of years alone, close to 50 satisfied Howie listeners have allowed J.J. Manning auctioneers to sell their valuable real estate assets quickly, contingency-free, and for the highest price the market will pay. Don't wait. You can be the next. Since 1976, J.J. Manning's project-based approach of selling real estate has generated positive results for individuals, families, builders, companies, banks, estates, and more. You set the sale date, and you have one consolidated open house. No surprise, nor last-minute showings. J.J. Manning sellers are never left out in the cold, wondering about interest on their property. Weekly inquiry reports provide measured progress and create a sense of teamwork through the auction process. There is no distress. You set the terms, you sell contingency-free, and the buyer pays all commissions. J.J. Manning uses their 30-30 marketing plan, 30 days of advertising and 30 days to close. No haggling and no changes to your deal. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. He's Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. We still have a few cheap bastard deals left from yesterday. The Cape Gunworks membership. It's an annual membership. It's a $575 value with the initiation fee for $250. It includes all kinds of uh, great great perks. And it's uh, Cape Gunworks is the premier gun range, gun shop in New England. It's right on uh, on the near the Rotary in Hyannis, near the mall, near the airport. So uh, check it out. Uh, it's a $575 value for $250. We only have a handful of uh, of the uh, deals left. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. HowieCarshow.com, click on store. Uh, 603 says, uh, says, day before yesterday, we got three mailers from the Haley campaign. Ugh. Then right under that is another 603 from New Hampshire. 
Nikki Haley talks about how anyone could spend that much money on a campaign. I am not exaggerating. I get five flyers a day from Nikki Haley's campaign in the mail. Five, at least every day. Yeah, he's... <laughs> I think that, but I think sending flyers or texts is a better return on investment than a private jet. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I know, again, nobody likes to travel in cramped conditions and go through the security and have to worry about overhead luggage and all that stuff. And, and you know, he is the governor of a, of a large state. But, you know, you, you got uh, you, you to gotta spend your money uh, wisely, I think, Eight, when you, whatever you're doing. 844-500-4242. Uh, Georgia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Georgia. Good afternoon, Captain. It was so good seeing you this summer at the Community Oven in Epping. Oh, sir, I could go for I, some Community Oven pizza right about now. Uh, ditto, sir. Ditto, sir. Uh, like one of your texters, I also received several flyers, or whatever you want to call them, from Nikki Haley for. And um, I have a suggestion. Uh, people really want to um, make a statement. Cross out your name in very heavy black ink and just put return to sender and let these packs know exactly where we stand thank you i <laughs> i don't know if that would work I'm, I'm not sure that i don't think she's sending them out first class i think they have a, a special rate of uh for for political campaigns and uh, i don't think you can return to, return to sender you gotta you gotta be it's gotta be first class mail to do that i i think Eight eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Rick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Rick. Hey, Howie, love the show. Thank you, Howie. I, I had uh, a quick question. Do you think uh, Sununu will work with the Democrats and uh, stuff stuff the ballot for uh, Nikki? And maybe uh nah I don't think I don't I don't think that's gonna be I don't think that's gonna be going on but I mean one of the things that uh, one of the problems that uh, or one of the things that Nikki Haley and Sununu are counting on is this uh, same day registration that's uh, that's been a problem in the past you know with the uh, college kids coming in on election day at in the four or five college towns in New Hampshire and uh, and voting and you know sometimes that's made the difference I think uh, like it did uh, to defeat uh, Kelly Ayotte in uh, in 2016 she lost by fewer than a thousand votes and there were maybe 5,000 uh, college students voting and they were all coming in as Democrat votes but I I think in the primary you can still you can still do same day registration so they're, they're gonna they are there are probably going to be people coming in and and you know we don't we don't know who they're going to be voting for but uh, are they more likely to be voting for Donald Trump or against Donald Trump? And I don't, I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to be any buses. You know, Donald Trump likes to talk about the buses coming up from from Massachusetts. I don't think that's the problem so much as just college kids in New Hampshire. I'm Howie Carter.